Here we are. What episode is this now? Six. Episode six. Uh, we'll do the jingle later. Are you going to be doing some beatboxing for that jingle? Probably, yep. Look forward to hearing it. Good. Chugging along now, aren't we? Episode 6. That's good. Kept up. Time flies. You enjoying it? Good fun, isn't it? Nice little Friday chat. Good fun. It's good to reflect. Good to reflect. Big commitment as well. Right? Weekly. You struggling with that weekly? Yeah, I was saying that. Kind of wish we didn't make it weekly. It's it's not just that. It's just uh, nice to have not, the option not to do it. I guess at the same time. Got to keep the uh, views. But happy, it's good. It's good it? as well to kind of keep us in a routine of talking about stuff. So, yep. um, so give a little overview of a week. Uh, working more on AR. Yeah, kind of finishing. Well, not finishing towards the end of our project with. Um, Building a whole sort of AR, IR, three sixty photos. Yeah, so we've finished all the modules, so now we're officially, I'd say, in the QA stage. Um, yeah, so hopefully hand that over in the next next week, and then uh, hopefully see it used. Really, yep. uh, I'll be working more on uh, projects with Rig, which is a, a fitness app, connecting more um, of the API with MindBody. Which is a third party API, which has been a pain in the ass. Can we please describe your rage yesterday? Well, I was, <laughs> I was staying behind a little bit and uh, came to about quarter past seven, I think, and I was raging to myself. And then the cleaner opened the door. And <laughs> I had my headphones on, so I, could, I didn't hear her open the door. And then uh, she just looked shocked at me and then said, oh, sorry, and then walked past again. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but then I thought it was time to leave, so just sent an angry email to my body and left. <laughs> so for um, for those listening that might not know what yep. the API is, in summary, it's, you know. Yeah, so MindBody is a, uh, it's sort of a platform for studios and gyms to use sort of manage their schedules and bookings mm-hmm. uh, for classes and all their clients. Um, they act as a payment merchant as well if the studio hasn't got one already. And it's just a way to schedule sort of packages, deals, classes to, to their clients. And you have it, yeah. And obviously you're having some struggle tying that in with the iOS app. Uh, yeah, well, we're connecting firstly with the back end to yeah, um, yeah. make sure the... Uh, we're kind of pulling classes from onboarded studios, so we can also distribute it to rig as well. Um, but yeah, the API is a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, this week we've been, we've kind of had a soft launch with Brightstack. Yep. Yeah, we announced it last week, didn't we? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, still soft, very soft. Still soft, putting it in people's hands. Um, Making tweaks here and there, we've, we've been getting uh, kind of the affiliate agencies on board so we can kind of go through the monetization of it, because mm. obviously uh, that's the big part of it, you need that. Um, we're working towards um, our micro goals, we want to be eventually in the next week or so getting real users, real traffic there, and kind of analysing how they kind of respond to the site, you know. Um, 
gave some design changes as well, um, which will be a great help. Yeah. This, the design at the moment is functional. It's not not the prettiest. No, prettiest it definitely needs some some help there. Facelift, uh, maybe. Facelift, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we discussed on um, things yesterday about next steps forward with Frogstack, and we just broke it down into smaller segments and, and goals to achieve. Micro and macro. Micro and um, macro. Goal setting topic in itself, right? Yeah. Very important. Introduce Ross to uh, micro goals. Makes <laughs> sound like I didn't know what what that means. <laughs> um, Ross, you're giving me some good tips. Tips early with, you know, kind of uh, task management. What was that? The way you kind of tackle a, a task, you want to share that with the podcast listeners. I don't. I'm struggling to remember what you mean. It's, it's a Friday afternoon. The breakdown of what tasks. Happens. What? Just by breaking them down. Kind of. Kind of a. Uh, by time estimates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah. Essentially, if you're looking at a task and you're struggling to maybe factor how long that will take you, or if you're just struggling to comprehend kind of how you'd complete that task, you should break it down. Into different a number a number of different tasks until you can. It's just a divide yeah. and conquer. I think this it's a it's a common thing, particularly in software engineering, is divide and conquer style approach of, of a problem. What, Breaking it down. Yeah, I meant to ask earlier. What if you you don't know how long it's going to take? For example, it's a new new process you you're trying. Yeah. Or if you've never done it before and can't give yourself time to it, I mean. Um, if you get in that stage, maybe try and find someone who has, so they can kind of guide you. Mm-hmm. Or if not, um, hack around a bit with the technology, just yeah. play around, um, and then that should hopefully give you an idea of oh, this is a ball ache, or yeah, it's not at all. It's actually going to be really easy. Um, that's why whenever a project comes in for us, we try and play around with like the tech beforehand. Where even yeah, if yeah, it's just yeah. a quick demo, you, you might have seen us do that, like with the AR stuff. Mm-hmm. In particular, we just play around, see see what we can do, see what other people have done, um, and try and gauge basically how much effort is actually involved in in that tech. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else have you been up to this week? We're making a bit of updates to the website. Um, putting on new case study on there. Yep. Check um, it out, airbyte.uk. Yep. Um, for all our latest case studies. Our defined fitness fitness platform we built. Yep. And it was maybe go head over to define.london and try out one of their online workouts. Um, if you're into that sort of stuff. Yep. Don't think don't think Ross is into the <laughs> online classes. Well, we've been doing some in the office, haven't we? Yeah, we. Are. <laughs> uh, it's always good to keep you know keep active. Yeah. In the office. And if you're not, then check it out just because it looks cool. It's a great great website. And it's actually it's a good example of what we can do on Shopify. Yeah, yeah. Which so, we spoke about a few podcasts ago, I think. Yeah, uh, for sure. Podcast, uh, we yeah, we really just tailored tailored the Shopify thing to their exact needs. Yeah. And made it so so uh, their non technical employees at Define can can hopefully work through all the procedures and manage, you know, manage add them, new yeah. content, add new blogs, change things here and there. Yep. But it was good, yeah. So uh, that's to find London, if you want to check that out. Yep. I think we'll be adding another case study next week, hopefully. Um, with another client of ours. So we're frequent. 
frequent updates. Frequent case studies. Stay tuned for that one, yeah. Do you think we should post like about them as well? Do you like Twitter posts? Yeah, like? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure, yeah. 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 Generate a hype. Hype. All about the hype. <laughs> hype marketing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's our weekly summary. Yeah. A lot of raging, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of wins. It's been a good week. iPhone 10 launched today. It did. Which I kept calling the iPhone X, but I didn't actually realise till afterwards. It's not called the iPhone X. It's called the iPhone 10. Is it? After what? After our podcast where we were talking about before. Is it not iPhone X? No. It's 10. Strange. Controversial. Yeah. Might, yeah. Might have one of those. Who knows? Yeah, well, you tried to order. You didn't. Uh, you weren't queuing up, but. Were you. Were you. Uh, by your computer? This morning, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I left it till now. <laughs> But kind of struggle. Could you have pre-ordered it? Yeah, I don't know why I just didn't pre-order it. I think I was in a bad mood today of pre-order. Yeah. So I didn't pre-order. Well, you weren't bothered about it, were you, until you uh, listened to a podcast? So I got in the hype. What did they say on that podcast? So they said I struggled to remember which podcast it was, but it's basically it was about iOS developers. It's about iOS developers, and they were saying, um, you know, as an iOS developer, you should really have an iPhone X at least. For trying out your apps on, because if you're not at the front forefront of the tech, the why bother yeah. being a uh, iOS developer? Yeah, me and Steve kind of kind of laughed when you said uh, I heard on a podcast and it made me want to buy it because you weren't convinced beforehand. Yeah, and when you said that, me and Steve were like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> and now I've got two on like ordered. So yeah, I got cancelled on you. Oh, but so yeah, I've got a couple of orders. Who knows? I might have one tomorrow. There you go. I'll let you know. You didn't need to tweet out publicly about Argos. Okay, so this about. this is a good topic. Like this whole like public versus private mm-hmm. kind of raging at companies on customer, Twitter. Customer issue, yeah. Like I just don't think it achieves anything doing it publicly, other than like showing off a little that you're angry mm-hmm. at this company, because I don't know. The only thing it's kind of useful for is if you're angry at a company. For a very particular reason, like in this reason, I was let down by a provider. And I search on Twitter for other people. I can at least take solace in the fact that other people have been let down. Mm-hmm. And that's a kind of nice, not nice feeling that other people have been let down, but nice that I'm not the only one mm-hmm. that's feeling let down. But I still not, yeah, I'm just not obliged to kind of rage in. It just doesn't get you anywhere out of it. Yeah, I think as a sweet point, uh, sweet spot, if you can do it publicly but still be civil... I think that's a yeah. winning yeah. recipe. Yeah. Um, I had a story with Santander when I was setting up my student account and I, would, uh, I was doing it quite last minute and they didn't have like any uh, availability to open accounts. Mm. So I booked one, it was quite far away, drove all the way there, um, I'd get there and they were like, oh no, this, does, this meeting doesn't exist, like, the guy's not here, blah, blah. God, and this was like afternoon on the Facebook page, just expect some nice comments, nothing nothing harsh, nothing rude. Got back, uh, someone from support got back to me, they said, oh, what's your number, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I got a meeting that same afternoon in a local branch. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. It does, it's, but I think that's just the power of the medium rather than like yeah. you publicly venting. Like if you had yeah, sent yeah. them a Facebook message, it probably would have ended in the same. But I think 
they prioritise public, yeah. public kind of dis- not disputes but public comments because it's more damaging to their brand. If of, yeah, of course, but it shouldn't be that way. And like yeah, yeah it shouldn't be that way. Because then, and on the flip side, they can kind of publicise their support, right? Yeah, you know, people can see that Santander got straight back to me. If they are sorry to hear, blah blah blah. Yeah, let's try and rectify this problem. Looks good on them. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, in in the tech world, I guess uh, it's useful when, say, Heroku goes down. Yeah. And people are raging about Heroku, and then or like Amazon Web Services, same. Yeah. You know, a platform you depend on. Yeah. Because then it's useful to know that it's not your app. That's yeah. Being, Problematic. It's actually the third-party provider, and sometimes you find out by that channel rather than like the official channel of the status page. Yeah. Usually, people are venting on Twitter before the status page gets updated. Yeah. I have I have a feeling that one triggers the other. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. Same with the games, right? Yeah, checking out the World War Two servers were down this morning. <laughs> launch day today, and yeah, America launch at like midnight. The servers just went down. I was wondering. Um, because I was playing a game last night, servers were down. I, I kind of, the devs of that game, would they always be on call? Um, how would that work? You'd probably have, um, well, first of all, there would be like an automated kind of tier, I imagine, that's like, if lots of activity, try scaling. Yeah. If that failed, um, you're going to probably have like, I mean, I, I have no idea like what how, how they've actually set it up, but usually you have teams on rotation uh, throughout the day. Um, and then within those teams, it will kind of have a phone, probably a phone call that gets sent to like one or multiple people. And then it kind of goes up the chain until someone answers it. So -hmm. then, you know, if managers start getting calls saying an automated message saying your server's down because no one else has answered it, then obviously they're going to be annoyed and call the people responsible. Yeah. So it'll be kind of people in the office 24 seven almost. They might not necessarily be in an office. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Do, available. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, cool. available. Yeah. Because right. some some clients, your you guys are kind of similar, right? Yeah. On so call. yeah, we have um, SLA agreements with uh, at least one. I don't know if it's one. Should have. No, it's just one at the moment. Just one at the moment. Um, so. But then the other stuff is kind of uh, sort of after the warranty, but we still sort of care about them. Mm-hmm. So, but but. Yeah, urgent stuff we've got an SLA with because that really affects the business if something's going down. Yeah, yeah, sure. And it's more prominent to going down because of the uh, variance of activity. It's pretty sporadic. Mm. It's a big, big server. Yeah, and the way that works is um, it will ping an email. We've got two services. So one service which pings an email and texts both of us and another service which does the same, I believe. And yeah. so... We've got kind of a fail-safe fail metric day in case the uh, monitoring service is actually hosted on the same platform that goes down. So we've got one on another platform, just in case. Also got a WhatsApp group with the uh, <laughs> the founders to make sure that if there is an issue, they can contact us. There we go. Business via WhatsApp. Yeah. Feature. It's good. All right, we should, we should probably cover the topics that we said we were going to cover. Yeah. Um, so last week we were talking about uh, investing in kind of ideas and, and then we kind of floated with the idea of uh, intellectual property protection and protecting ideas and NDAs mm-hmm. and 
everything like that. So we commonly get people come to us who pretty much just have an idea, no execution whatsoever, and they ask us to sign an NDA. And I think we've spoken about this on the podcast already. We really shy away from that. We don't particularly want to sign NDAs at that stage because it's way too early. Mm-hmm. And usually the ideas are so broad that you then limit yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. The constant influx of sort of clients and new ideas, there's often overlap. So it's dangerous for us to sign something. If, we're, if for whatever reason that client doesn't come on board with us and then someone else comes sort of a, a bit of a conflict of interest if you've already signed an NDA with the original client um, and yeah just think it's a waste of time a lot of the time yeah it's not necessary either because um, like an NDA like the NDAs are different from confidentiality agreements um, yeah. and we're happy to sign like confidentiality agreements where we obviously don't tell your competitors or don't tell anyone but we don't want to ever say like we will never work in this space or we will never work on a product like that, like mm-hmm. this. Uh, yeah, it's too big of a commitment for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you you said you wanted to float sand, Alex. Yeah, it's very similar. And sometimes I think about the flip side of that because I'm very pro, you know, execution over idea. Yes, which is kind of the common common thread now. Yeah, you know, you kind of frowned upon if you like, oh god but well, it's really secret mm. secret business idea I'd love to tell you about sorry um, do you think there's other cases where that that is kind of necessary um, to be secretive about the idea probably um, well, yeah I mean you should always be kind of protective of of your idea yeah but it's at, a, it's at a point where you... And again, that's where it's like, yeah, cool, be confidential about it. But you don't need to get everyone to sign an NDA before you even discuss yeah. even what sector it's in. Mm. I've been asked to sign NDAs prior to any information about the sector, and then it turns out to be like a really broad thing like cars. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I've already done work in the automotive industry. Probably going to end up doing more. Mm-hmm. So like, you can't, I can't sign that. Yeah. I think a lot of the time it's due to bad advice. Like a lot of people with ideas, they talk to people about their idea or they try and get some advice about what to do. Sometimes it's from a lawyer or from a, a parent or whatever. And they just say, make sure your idea is secret. Yeah, don't let anyone steal it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really crucial. It's like, it's not, as you touched on, execution is, is the key. And like, yeah. stop worrying about whether someone's going to copy it and just, just do it. Yeah. Um, people probably feel like they're doing something by kind of keeping it yeah, this is my idea like, yeah. as long as I don't share it it's fine I can can do it in the future at some point yeah yeah. You know, if anything sharing the idea encourages you to act on it yeah. um, and, yeah, and a, lot, a lot of the time they're going to share the ideas of founders or entrepreneurs themselves who literally don't have time to if they were to copy it then you know, they don't have time to copy it so. <laughs> An open world is always best, isn't it? Yeah, and like I say, what idea is original? Yeah, yeah. I mean, deep, deep, deep quote, but yeah, somewhat true, I guess. Yeah. How much time do we have left? Hey. All right. Another topic.
topic is side hustles. Was that your topic? It's my topic. It's, it's Alex's topic. All right, side side hustles. Side, side hustles. Yeah, yeah. Fancy word. Okay. There's well, actually a general assembly talk on them. And like, well, it might not be GA. It might be another company in London. Right. It's on like next week or so. It's called like debunking the side hustle. I'm not sure what that entices, <laughs> but I'm not sure if they're encouraging people to to carry out side hustles or. What. I'm sure they're encouraging. Yeah. What's your opinion on side hustles? But I mean, your job is <laughs> your job is essentially uh, side side hustling. Any internal product is almost a side. Yeah, hustle. I mean, I don't I don't really like that phrase. But no. um, excuse me, I don't really like that phrase. But side, we yeah we side hustle all the time, which makes it not side hustling, which is weird. But is it a side hustle? hustle? <laughs> Does a side hustle entice uh, kind of something completely separate? From your job, you know, that your side hustle could be, uh, you know, gardening business. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on what degree you go on. But then we, we do do, like, or try to do stuff outside of work as well. That, like, ideally one day we're doing something that's actually not related to tech it's as well. So, like, property or, you know. Product business. I'd say Physical. that's what, yeah, but... Yeah, but I'd say yeah. we're gonna have a tech influence there. Uh, interesting, yeah. But you know, like, yeah, something where maybe you just don't tell because it makes complete. It makes a really nice change to like breakfast tacos. Breakfast tacos. <laughs> Still tech though. What? That's not. Yeah. Which Where one? Where's the delivery infrastructure? The order manager. No, just be a man. Men in a van. Just man in a van. No, man in a Vespa. Tacos. <laughs> man in a Vespa. It's a great taco, no? Man in a Vespa. I think we've just given away too oh. much IP there. Yep. So everyone that listens to this podcast needs to sign an NDA. They are. <laughs> By listening, they are. Yeah. Thanks for signing. <laughs> Contractual agreement. Yeah, so, yeah, Breath of Sackers is a good example. Yeah, uh, I think having different ideas outside of tech is beneficial. Yeah. Because it does broaden the mind. And it does make, make a difference. You can get slogged down with tech-oriented products mm. and ideas. Yeah. I mean, the other day I was saying I hate technology today, and that's you know when you're working in it every single day, there are days where you're just like I, I just can't stand technology today. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and you end up raging in the toilet. <laughs> that's when you need to get to a AOMB area of national beauty, <laughs> go for some walks. Yeah, like, that's yeah, that's kind of the point where you're like, all right, I need to take some time away. Uh, and it comes back to kind of burnout and everything. Yeah, like, yeah. There's different levels of burnout. Sometimes you can reach it just by being fed up of, fed off of it. So doing side hustles in other, yeah, verticals. Is is definitely yeah. cool. So you're you're quite keen. I keep hearing you saying about doing a side hustle. Yeah. I won't say what it is because I don't want you to give away your. Well, that's yeah. Of course, that's what we just spoke about. It's, it has to be a secret. Well, it doesn't have to be, but. Um, <laughs> Like when you plan on starting, <laughs> I've always, I always want to, wanted to start a product, a product business, a physical product. Yeah. Um. When you you maybe put a timestamp on this? Not if you don't want to, but no, um. I would like to, and previously in previous kind of instances of kind of looking at starting stuff like that, it's always been a kind of money thing. Uh, lack of 
Right. What? Right. What capital to kind of invest? Yeah, it's just kind of capital to to put a risk and right. not mind losing. Yeah. Say fifty quid on Facebook ads, like yeah. As a student, that's like whoa, like no, nah, yeah, come on, that's like my weekly budget. Office. Yeah, yeah. Um. And you need to you need to spend money to make money, right? And starting mm-hmm. a if you want to start a business mm-hmm. of that kind of sort, even just selling a single a single product. You're gonna to need to spend money, yeah, and you can't skimp out on stuff. Mm. Um, but then that, that's kind of how I guess I started developing. So I was like, right, I've got, I can't like pay for a website, yeah, so I do it myself. But that can only go so far. You can't can't advertise for yourself, or you you could walk outside around town with a sign, not effective. But my point is, you need to spend money, mm. and having money is advantageous. Yeah, it's also like building up a network, say, in industry, because mm-hmm. if you've got, I mean, this totally depends on what product you're pushing, but if you've got a product that will interest them, you can always share it, and then hopefully they share it. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got this kind of following already. Yeah, sure. Um, and that's how we saw uh, that the product studio you sent me earlier that, that sell a phone case. Yeah. Can't remember what they were called, but... Need one. Yeah, need one. They... They release these emoji masks. I saw. Yeah. For like seven dollars, and it was if that was just random, it would be like, okay, so what? But because of their kind of following and kind of like network, they're able to get a publishing like Buzzfeed. Yeah. And those kind of places. Yeah. Which, which is which is good for that, because you can kind of take something. And it adds value. Adds value to product. Gives it weight behind the brand, and then you can. Can sell off that. I've got a topic, but it's probably for next week. I'll do it now. Do it now? Yeah. yeah. We'll make it an extra long. Alright. Extended version, episode six. Yeah. Let's <laughs> celebrate. It's like end of summer. <laughs> what? It is end of summer. It is officially. It's coming to winter now. It's cold. It? On the scooter as well, it's cold. Oh, we haven't even. Talked yeah, about the scooter. Well, Ross, I think in episode three, I'll play a little, put a little playback now. <laughs> I know where this is going. Uh, you said that you. I said you would never buy a Vespa. Yeah, but you did this week. I did, and I said on a podcast. I said yeah, you will. I will. So congrats. I've delivered. You're, you're a man Thank today. You. Um, man of my word. Yeah. You just need to get over your illness now. Yeah. Podcast has to be boxing with a beat. <laughs> 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 now that I stop this on the end, stop it. Jesus. <laughs> Alright. Um, my topic was going to be more on secrets, but more towards how you work. Listen to the, the video that you showed me with Casey and uh, his found, co-founder Matt something. Matt something. <laughs> Should know his name. He, they were talking about um, the fact that Casey likes to work on his own, and he finds that sharing an idea is disruptive because uh, what was the phrase he used? It's really good. I don't oh, like an ice call. cube. He phrased it like an ice cube. So your idea is an ice cube, and the more 
people you give the ice cube to, the more it's likely to melt and become less what of the original idea that you had. That is a good analogy. Whereas if you keep it mm-hmm. to yourself, okay, you protect the ice cube. It might not grow into anything else, but yeah, you, it's your it's your own baby. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you're more likely to make it happen. Yeah, and so. I think that that is interesting, and it kind of goes back to me thinking about the flip side. Like, why should you not? And there's there's this thing I remember reading about kind of gratification in telling people about ideas, things you're going to do. So, for example, if I tell you now that like, I'm going to go for a run tonight, I send to two and a half. Yeah, going for a run tonight. I've already kind of got the satisfaction mm. out of that run, so mm. I'm less likely to do it versus doing the run and then saying you've done the run. Yeah. Same with the idea. You're kind of saying, oh, Steve, like, oh, I'm going to do this. What do you think? Yeah. Like, you're already kind of getting the, the finishing gratification of, of, of delivering the product, mm. but it's false. Mm. So that kind of in, that motivation of, of getting that gratification at the end when you've completed it and you said, Steve, look at look at what I've done. Mm. And you say, oh, wow, nice. Yeah. Do you think the gratification is more if you deliver like a product, if I sh- if I showed Steve an, like an MVP or something that I follow yeah. up rather than like the idea, do you think it's more? I'm not sure if it's more. I mean, I was kind of I see that kind of theory more for kind of smaller tasks. Okay. Um, for bigger tasks like that, it's an interesting one. Yeah, because like I would rather I, I don't know because like I would rather sacrifice a bit of gratification. <laughs> If it means I save a lot of time, because the idea is actually not that great, yeah, so, and then I get <laughs> your opinion straight away, so yeah. that I don't waste time building it. But I, I think you're, you're like, uh, the ultimate of this, though. You prefer <laughs> keeping it secret, and then you like to join me. Like I remember, it maybe when it was, we were working before, but you'd like go off for a weekend. <laughs> and then Monday comes, and then <laughs> like some, a hermit, some magical product has happened. And I don't think that would have happened if you told me before. Um, yeah, correct. Correct. Cause, yeah, because then you're kind of like, you say, you t- you if you told him on the Friday, you say, I'm going to build this, I'm going to do it like this. Mm. And he's going, oh, yeah, yeah, And then when you show him on the Monday, instead of him being like, wow, nice job, he's just going to be like, oh, yeah. So you did it. <laughs> yeah, I think it comes down to like... What was it? In development as well. Like, I find keeping it development secret is quite good. For some reason, it's satisfying. <laughs> I, I see. I see what you're getting at. I see what you're getting at. It's, it's it's an interesting one. I think I only do that if I like know I'm kind of on the right track. So like I know this is a good idea, or I know that this is going to look really cool, mm-hmm. or um, it's going to benefit something, a product, whatever. Um, so that's why I'm like, all right. And I know it's one of those that. I can't do it justice in terms of explaining what mm. what it can be. So if I'm like, if I just show you, like execute mm. it, yeah. that would get my point across a lot better. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there is that kind of. I mean, that comes back down to the showmanship of like software, where you kind of. And I guess that's kind of like the Apple-inspired secrecy around it, where you just say, "You're not going to know like what I'm doing." I'm just going to show you when it's done and it's going to be great. Yeah. And then whether that's more or less gratification, I guess it doesn't really matter because you know that 
that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. No, I like the ask you. Yeah, it's a good analogy. The ask you. Because, I mean, everyone's going to have something to say. Even the iPhone 10. Yeah. Which has gone through so many, so many people, designers, UX, UI, you know, hardware designers. But I can still pick it up and say, you know, you should have done this differently. Yeah. I don't like this. Yeah. So even on that scale, there's always going to be flaws. You're yeah. never going to really have the perfect product. Yeah, it comes as well back down to like effort involved in in fulfilling it. So with Ruckstack, when I pitched kind of that problem, if you remember, yeah. when I was like, I, I did a mock-up over the weekend. That's mm-hmm. all I did. Um, and that was kind of like one of those where I was like, oh, Show when I showed yeah. the guys like hopefully they get it and see like whether they like it or not, and it was it was one like that where I didn't want to build the whole system because I knew it was quite a big project it would have taken quite a while. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have the patience for that, so I did the next best thing and kind of did a yeah a, a visual mock up. I mean yeah to portray MVP. to again communicate more. It's an MVP is. in essence that was yeah. um, to kind of validate internally. Yeah. Do I build this versus kind of just saying it? Uh, like, oh, what do you think of this? Yeah, I do. Just... I do love that kind of size of development where you're on a bit of a hype, you got an idea, and uh, you don't. Yeah, you don't want to tell anyone about it, but yeah. you you also do really want to tell people about it. But yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you you want to get it to a state where you're like, okay, you now show I can, them. I can show you, mm. and it is quite a scary time. That not scary, but like when you're just apprehensive about oh what if they're just like oh. mm. yeah because you open yourself up for criticism yeah. and failure and for them to say nah don't, don't think so and that's why if you have an idea and you keep it to yourself no one no one can ever tell you that it's a failure or a bad idea and it's the same with building something and then never launching it can't fail if can't, you don't show it yeah, it can never fail if you never launch and on that note, it will end by episode six. <laughs> Extended edition. Extended, Extended edition. Edition. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Now with theme tune. Now with a theme tune, yep. Yeah. You can hear it in the background. What do you think? You like it? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> being in contact with the creator. Yeah. Can't recall his name, but it'll be in the podcast description. So make sure you check him out. We're crediting him. So we're happy, we, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, he's kind of let us use it for free as long as we credit, and oh, I nice, think we're, nice guy. we're happy with that. Yeah, it's a great tune. So, thanks for that uh, if you're listening. We've also swapped over editing and roles. So, yeah. Yeah, so you might notice the, the stark difference in in uh, quality yep. of editing because Alex has kind of taken over editing in juicy. Yeah. If you've got any comments or uh, advice, send them over to Alex at airbike.co.uk. Yeah, please do, yeah, yeah, please do. I've been uh, taken into Adobe Audition yeah. by the Creative Cloud. Uh, it's great, great technology there. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting to know the platform, it's, it's nice. I feel like the tune's probably been going on for quite a while now. So. <laughs> yeah. It's like neighbours. <laughs> We're just slowly fading out. Yeah, we'll just end it. Right. You know the end of the news? Yeah. Where they're just chatting? <laughs> Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> shuffle.